What's up, world? Welcome back to another great episode, Diary of a Mad Black Man. If you don't know, my name is Blake, and I'm the host of this podcast. And today, I literally got a special treat for y'all. Ow! I literally got a special treat for y'all. So the first thing I want to let you guys know is that my podcast got another sponsor, baby. Yes, sir. Sponsored by Nature's Treat LLC. Shout out to Ryan and Lance, the co-founders and the CEOs of Nature's Treat LLC. In this episode today, I sit down with both of them. It was such a dope, beautiful episode. We essentially talk about, I mean, all things Nature's Treat LLC, a little bit of history behind the business, behind them. They've been best friends for like over 20 years, bro. And then on top of that, uh, we really break down the difference between CBD and THC cannabis flowers. Um, We also talk about, you know, reading labels, understanding the industry, you know, the CBD, the marijuana industry, the cannabis industry in general is a booming billion dollar industry. And it was also really dope to sit down with two black entrepreneurs. And as I said before, they've been knowing each other since they were kids for over 20 years to hear how they started this company to know where they're going, to know where we are all going in this partnership and sponsorship that we now have. It's just such an amazing thing. So I hope you guys got a notebook ready or you got your mental notepad out to take notes because you're going to learn a lot about um, just CBD in general, definitely Nature's Treat LLC. Um, And to tell you a little bit more about them, um, Nature's Treat is an all-natural premium um, CBD company with the goal of giving people a natural alternative that can help them get through the rigors of daily life. Um, one of the things they aim to do is provide 100% all-natural, pesticide-free CBD and hemp products that soothe the soul. Nature's Treat is a trusted resource in your CBD journey. Your mind state is their priority. And let me let y'all know something right now. This episode right here is the first of many to come. I promise you, you are not going to, this not going to be the last time you're going to hear from these guys on my podcast. Certainly, you're not going to be the last you're going to hear of Nature's Treat LLC because I know some of y'all listeners smoke that CBD. So be sure you check out the description box on where you can order some Nature's Treat. It's in the description box. I, mean, I know 86% of y'all listen on your iPhones. Go ahead, just look real casually as you're scrolling. Just go click on their website, browse it, you know, order you some flour because I got some flour on the way where your flour at. Anyway, um, dope episode. Appreciate you guys for joining the podcast. Appreciate you guys for the sponsorship, for the partnership. I'm looking forward to doing bigger and better things moving forward. Um, black entrepreneurship, um, creating generational wealth, a whole bunch of other stuff that I could go into right now, but I'm not going to start a whole nother podcast episode. I'm going to let y'all get into this dope episode with me and Ryan and Lance of Nature's Treat. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into this episode. Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another great episode of Diary of a Mad Black Man. My name is Blake, the host. If this is your first time tuning in, be sure you check that description box and where you can find me on all the socials. But And that's all I'm going to say about me, because today is not about me. We I got a special treat on the line. What you know about that? How that goes? Special treat. We got Nature's Treat here, LLC, uh, with the co-founders, Lance and Ryan. Um, they're the pioneers behind this business, behind CBD, and everything that we're going to get into today. This is CBD 101, so I hope you got your notebooks ready because we're going to learn some things today, ladies and gentlemen. So, Lance, Ryan, how y'all feeling today, guys? What's up, man? 
Excited, man. Thanks for having us. I need Absolutely. you to do my morning wake up every morning. Man. Yeah, I like I like his intro. Yeah. I like yeah, it. Man. Like Listen, this is what I do. This is what I love. Like it's something about being on a mic and, and just talking my shit. And it's, it's not even just about talking shit. It's about inspiring other people because the message and the story behind what it is that I do is what's really allowed my platform to get to a new level and expand my audience. Yeah. Um, but but I want to get to know a little bit about you guys too, um, especially for the audience, people who may be listening or watching. So tell us a little bit about, about who you are and, um, and what you currently do. Well, I'll start. My name's Lance from New York, new proud father. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> appreciate it, appreciate it. Co-founder of Nature's Tree, all natural premium CBD company. Also co-founder of World Set Podcast, the best podcast you probably never heard of besides this one. <laughs> and uh, my name's Ryan Brown. I'm also co-founder of Nature's Tree, LLC, uh, where your mind state is our priority. And by day, I am a learning and development um, professional at Indeed.com. So, you know, I create trainings for our internal employees, help with the strategy of rolling out um, their new learnings as well. So we're very excited to be here as well today uh, talking to, to Blake, man. Yeah, man, this is dope. Um, so I want to ask you guys, um, I'm going to get to know a little bit about you. So tell me a little bit about um, where you're from and, and tell me a little about your childhood. What was it like growing up? All right. So I'm from New York. My mother, she lives in upstate New York, Ithaca, New York. So I lived there half my life. And then my father, he lived in New York City in Harlem. So I was always going back and forth. I would do school in upstate. and I would do my summers in New York City. So like I said, I had a fairly fortunate childhood. I won't say I went without meals or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Both hardworking parents, they were definitely active. You know what I mean? I was outside, a lot of good summer camps, good education. So yeah, I had a, definitely a, a real loving childhood to say the least. Yeah, and um, so I grew up in Ithaca, New York as well. That's where I met Lance. Um, born in 86, so obviously before cell phones. So it was a lot of outside, playing outside, you know, football, yeah. basketball, bikes, scooters, yeah. roller skates, you know, anything. Um, uh, loving music as well. And, you know, as Lance mentioned, I think a heavy influence on us, you know, my only my immediate family was upstate. All of my family was in, in Brooklyn and Queens. So spent a lot of summers, every holiday in the city as well. So um, definitely just kind of shaping our childhood. But again, a lot of love, a lot of fun. A lot, we also got uh, at a young age is to see a lot of black excellence. You know? mm -hmm. um, and so it, I think that just really shaped us growing up, seeing people, you know, black doctors, um, lawyers, um, people, you know, professors, so all different types of, of, of black excellence. So I think that really shaped us kind of growing up for sure. Yeah, that's dope. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ithaca is like upstate New York, correct? Yes. Yes. You with Cornell University. I was just thinking at yeah, Cornell University. Yeah, I'm very familiar with that university. Yeah, there's Cornell and there's Ithaca College, so it's like maybe seven, you know, 120 college students there. But yeah, it's about three, three, four hours upstate, uh, right mm -hmm. here. Uh, uh, that's dope. That's dope. So how did you? Um. So I'm assuming y'all kind of grew up together. How did y'all first meet? Y'all remember like the first day y'all first met each other? Uh. Well, yeah, probably fifth grade. And then fifth grade, that's when I first came upstate. And um, we played, I played on the elementary school basketball team. We played on a rival team. So that was the first time I saw him. And then we went to middle school together. And our parents worked together as well. Yeah, so his, my mom worked with his dad. And so they knew each other from work and then come to the basketball games. And um, so, yeah, it's funny. We met on opposite teams, like trying to beat each other. And then mm -hmm. we ended up going to the same school. And, you know, since then, you know, I'd just been friends. Man, it's 20, 21 years ago. 21 years ago. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. I, yeah, I, I I like look back on my childhood and like some of my best friends, 
that, that I had growing up, unfortunately, aren't, aren't living anymore. Um, a lot of the guys I grew up with, I was, I was born in Chicago, lived a little bit of my childhood in Memphis. And just a lot of the guys I grew up with, man, they ain't make it past 21, you know. So it's beautiful to hear that you guys have been friends two plus decades in. My homeboy from college, we've been rocking for like 13 years. And those are the kind of friends that you can go into business with, you know, because you guys really trust each other. You know each other even outside of, of a business partnership, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, absolutely. 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 You know, he comes from a good family. I know his father. You know, I, mean, I got a short, solid relationship, his brother and sister. So I, that definitely helps, you know, when you have a, a good background with somebody, when you're going into business and, you know, I mean, you guys have a familiarity with each other that goes a long way. And I think the timing, too, of just being able to we've seen each we've known each other through a lot of phases of our lives. Right. You know, he moved to Atlanta. I was in Philadelphia going to school. And I moved back to New York. And he's been down south, but still over those years and through our own journeys, I've still stayed connected and still stayed friends and um, still have similar goals and, and aspirations. So it still aligns. Um, but like you said, it's still all that, you know, is a good mix of allowing us to be honest with each other and pushing each other as well as, um, you know, bringing it together. So it's definitely a, a good mix. That's dope. That's dope, man. I really, I really just appreciate y'all sharing that story, man. You don't see too many people nowadays who who have friends they've been rocking with since fifth grade. So that's dope. Um, but let's 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 really get into some of these treats y'all got in front of y'all. So let's um so first before we really really dive deep into into nature's treat and what you guys are doing, um, for the people listening and people who may not know or have any understanding of what CBD is, can one of you guys just let me know like like what is CBD? So CBD is, stands for cannabinol, and it is a naturally occurring compound in cannabis plant. So it's safe, non-intoxicating, and non-addicting substance um, that really gives cannabis a kind of therapeutic profile. Now, the next question probably was the difference between CBD and weed or marijuana. So mm-hmm. think about that same cannabis plant again. It has CBD in there. It also contains THC, and THC is what produces that psychoactive high. So when someone's thinking of weed or or weed basically is cannabis that has enough THC that will produce um, a psychoactive high. So when you have cannabis that doesn't have, I'm sorry, that has less than 0.3% THC, it doesn't um, give you that same psychoactive high. And that is called hemp. So it's still cannabis, but it's just termed hemp. Mm -hmm. And so hemp is what all CBD products are made from. So you really could think of CBD as um, cannabis products or products that come from cannabis that has less than 0.3% THC, meaning you're not going to get kind of that head or psychoactive high when using those products. Mm, Yeah, yeah, that's really dope. Um, And so how could, so if I'm somebody who's uh, maybe at Nature Street or dealing with another company or anything like that, how would I be able to tell the difference between CBD and THC just by looking at the flowers? Well, I would think somebody who's not really familiar with cannabis, you're probably just not going to be able to tell because they base, they're both flower and, you know, mm-hmm. they're just, just going off the basic eye test. So what I would suggest for anyone is to always pay attention to the labeling and the testing. You know what I'm saying? The labeling should usually lead you to a website, which should also lead you to like what is known as a certificate of analysis, which will tell you like the components of the product that you're purchasing. So, like I said, just make sure any any general consumer, someone that's new to CBD or can't really tell the difference, I would just make sure you're paying attention to the labeling part of it and, you know, going to the website and seeing exactly what it is that you're purchasing before you jump out the window and make that decision. Mm. So, And, and I, I would probably equate it to, like, you know, someone 
you know, you being able to smell the difference between like Douce and Jack Daniels, right? Like the first time you smell those bottles, you probably would have no idea which one is different. But um, as you have experience with those things, you probably could tell. So again, that bottle or that label is only until you're comfortable with, with, with the only way you can tell. So they work, you know, almost exactly the same. Yeah, it's definitely a process. Something that I've learned is that that labeling and, and the certificate of analysis that you mentioned are, are very important. And people who are, are getting into the industry who have a legitimate business like yours, they're going to come with that certificate. They're going to come with the ability for you to research the product for you to go back and see where it comes from and see the different um, components and the compounds, because some may have like I've learned that there's some flowers and stuff that may have a little bit more than 0.3 THC, which again, makes it not CBD, but there's different ways to, to look at it. So looking at that label and understanding what it means and being able to do the research behind it will help you to be sure you're getting a nice high quality product too. Um, yeah, yeah, this is dope. This is dope. Um, I want to ask you guys too, like, so what, what are some of like the benefits and benefits from using CBD versus like THC? So um, CBD has um, a lot of good benefits in terms of it can help relieve stress. Um, it can help you with concentration. Um, it's also been known to help with a lot of different things within the body. Um, so maybe anti-inflammation. There's been a lot of different um, uh, disorders or, or uh, sometimes, um, I guess, disorders that it has helped with. So um, there's been a, there's a, a wide range of benefits from CBD. Anxiety, for anxiety, mm -hmm. anxiety, depression. Yeah, like you said, balances hormones, pain relief, obviously. So like, this is a wide, wide range of benefits for um, using CBD for sure. And and it's really interesting. And and some people might say, you know, it sounds kind of fake that it has such a wide range of benefits, but it's just the way that it works. And that CBD basically it doesn't fix your your sleeping habits or doesn't fix your anxiety. But what it does was it allows your body's receptors to open up more and then identify what's going on. So it might say, oh, there is back pain. And then your body can start to naturally heal with that more or can say, oh, I am tired and start to deal with it. So it's just the way that CBD um, reacts with your receptors in your body mm -hmm. allows it to be applicable for so many different things that, that we have going on. Yeah, definitely. Um to me, you know, for me personally, when I use it, it's, it's very, it's like an alternative to a prescription drug. You know, if, if, if you get a headache, you're going to maybe pop an Advil or a Tylenol or something like that. You get a back pain, you might take an ibuprofen or something. But the thing I love about CBD and even the products that you guys have is it's, it's a natural product. Um, it doesn't have that, that's like you said, that psychoactive effect, but it does like for me personally, it helps my anxiety like a hundred percent. There are times when you know, I battle depression and, you know, I was smoking weed, which has, you know, a high concentration of THC. But once I started to transition to CBD products, I was able to find that clarity and that balance to not necessarily escape from what it is I was, I was dealing with, but it also helped me to process. I felt very relaxed and I felt like, I had more mental bandwidth to process the things that were causing me anxiety and causing me depression. So I felt like it was just an amazing product that I've been using uh, for quite some time now, you know, just to maintain my balance because it's, it's hard out here. And if anybody survived 2020, you already know what this is giving. So Yeah. And, and like you were saying, I, I, I agree with you hundred percent because a lot of those other things, whether it's coffee, um, whether it's Netflix binging or eating alcohol, different foods, alcohol, tobacco. those are really, sometimes they help us get through, but they're really just mm. masking what's going on. They just kind of add more noise. And so CBD, as you mentioned, 
actually allows you to kind of hone in. It is a natural alternative for that. So um, I definitely agree, agree, agree with you 100 percent there. 100 percent. So um, what kind of um, specifically to nature? What kind of do you get? I know there's a lot of products that people are creating out here. Oils, butters, bath bombs, bath sauce. So what kind of products do you guys um, offer through Nature Street? So currently right now we offer hemp flour. So with the hemp flour, obviously you can smoke it. You know, you can diffuse it in tea as well. Some people have even known the bacon in the oven and use it as spices. So right now we're just concentrating on the hemp flour. And um, the main reason that is, is uh, we didn't talk about it yet, but that is um, one of the main products that is federally legal for CBD. So, you know, as black entrepreneurs, you know, we're, we want to make sure that we can serve products to all 50 states and that those products are going to be legal for all of those people as well. So for us, that's kind of where we're going to be starting our product offering for now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, excuse me. <laughs> Perfect transition. Um, because something that I've learned in dealing with, with other sponsors and knowing other people that have CBD and marijuana companies, there's a lot of laws and legalities uh, surrounding just the cannabis plant in general. You yeah. know, and, and they change from state to state. It seems like session by session, they're putting out new laws and policies surrounded. So are there any specific laws that um, you all think that the audience should be familiar with um, that they should understand when it comes to CBD? So I was the most important law in the CBD industry was the Hemp Farming Act of 2018. And so what that did was basically make the sale of any hemp derived products, which meant that they had a TAC concentration of less than 0.3% federally legal in all 50 states. Yeah. So now it's interesting. So the exception to that is that it does not include ingestible products made from hemp, right? So mm. that would mean the hemp flour is federally legal. Um, any products made from that hemp flour, as well as industrial hemp. So hemp is rope. made, used for rope, as well as a lot of other uh, industrial purposes. So all of those products are federally legal currently. It's just anything that is ingestible, such as the oils, the gummies, those are legal on a state-by-state -state basis. So each state either allows them or doesn't allow those. And as you mentioned, it could be either the, you know by the minute or by the, the, the week, the whether week. it's allowed or not. Um, mm -hmm. Even more so uh, interesting or, or about the industry is just um, the actual application of those laws. So, for example, the uh, um, ingestibles are illegal in New York, but you'll see them in almost every store. So, um, you know, the industry is just, like you said, new and figuring out all the stuff yeah. out. But we're just trying to stay above board and make sure we're providing, you know, only legal products. And all our products, like we said, they come with what is known as a certificate of analysis, which is like third party testing. And it'll let you know all the ingredients. Basically, it's almost like a, a Carfax from Seed to Soil. So, you know, all the ingredients, the CBD concentrate, the THC concentrate. So, like you said, we just making sure we're above board and doing, make sure what we can to do and be federally legal. That's in dope, the Yeah. That's dope. Um, and so... I think like, like something I've learned, I know how to do with the people listening and watching, they may not understand when they see one of these labels, what are some things or, or some insight that you all can give to them to help them understand what the labels mean and what the percentages may mean? Like, for example, I know to understand if it's CBD, it has to have 0 0.03 or less THC inside the plant. But what are some other things, some other maybe chemical compounds that people should look for when they're reading these labels? Yeah, just like you mentioned, I think for someone new to it, because it can be a lot of data on there, a lot of information that can be confusing. I think like like you're mentioning is to 
keen on a few key terms there is checking the THC concentration there. So seeing what total or sorry, what amount of THC it says in there and does it say, you know, 0.3% or under, because that'll let you know how much kind of psychoactive high you could be potentially, you know, setting yourself up for. And then you also can look at the CBD concentration to see how much, what percentage of CBD is in there to also give you an idea of um, the potential benefits of using that product. And then um, you'll also want to make sure that you are looking at to see if it mentions hemp, like does it say it's um, CBD only or is it a hemp product? Because as we mentioned before, there could be cannabis that has high concentration of CBD, I'm sorry, of THC, and that's where the CBD comes from. So mm. really want to look at the concentration of CBD and THC. Um, and then lastly, you can check to see if it is a um, a full spectrum or broad spectrum um, CBD, which Lance, you want to talk about that a little bit? Um, the broad or full spectrum? Uh, I don't know, oh. sorry. You want to get into that? Oh, you don't want to get into that? All right, never mind. Sorry, my fault. He doesn't want to get into it. So we can scratch the, the broad. No, you good. You don't want to talk about those yeah, I, I mean, we, we want to get we probably well versed. Right. No, we don't have to talk about that. Sorry. All right. All right. No, it's all good. Um, just do some research, ladies and gentlemen. At the end of the day, I think that that's the most important thing. That's been most beneficial for me. Um, I've learned a lot from, like I said, my other sponsors and other people who are already in the industry. But the the best learning has occurred on my own. So I think the information you are you all are providing already is, is a good foundation for somebody because it is an exploratory process that you have to go to, and it is kind of experimental in the beginning. You know, somebody like myself. I know the strands I like. I, I know what I want. I know the kind of concentration levels. Like, I, like for example, when it comes to um, THC-based products, like I'm not smoking anything over like 25, 30 percent because that's like it's it too much. I'm 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 good around a good 20, even a good 15 on a on a good day because again, I'm transitioning to where I'm using more CBD products and they don't have that psychoactive. So understanding, you know, what your body can receive and how you can can use it will help you guys out. Um, when you guys start testing some products. So um, yeah, and that's really And to piggyback on that, I agree with you of like, we don't want to necessarily dump too much terms or like uh, kind of verbiage on people now. Like you said, we want to maybe give them a good foundation of things they can look into, mm -hmm. um, and start to figure out what kind of will work, work for them as they start to build that knowledge kind of along. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's um, so, so let's talk about this this official business you gentlemen have black owned business, black owned CBD. What what made you guys come up with the name Nature's Treat? Um, well, we really just had a vision. We like basically, and we wanted to provide people with a natural alternative to help them navigate the rigors of life. And with natural, we just wanted to, you know we started brainstorming names and ideas from there. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's kind of where we got the nature's treat from because that was just our whole our mission was just to provide a natural alternative to help soothe the soul, put your mind, our mind, put your mind state as a priority for us and just wanted to have an all organic product for people. So we just started brainstorming some names from that foundation. And then that's kind of how we came up with nature's treat. Yeah. We really felt that the nature's treat really embodies that mission of, you know, providing alternative, um, ways to deal with life that are natural. So, you know, it's a, it's a treat from nature, you know, it's oh, yeah. in the nature, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. So what? So I, I know you guys grew up together, your homeboys, and and I got some homeboys that I know too. Like we ain't going into business together. <laughs> so so what, what made you guys decide to to become business partners? Um. Well, really, we could backtrack from that because it was 
more so for me, just wanting to get into the whole CBD industry was because I'm epileptic. So me, myself, I used to be on a lot of pharmaceutical drugs and, you know, they had nasty side effects. And I started to hear about CBD. I would go to different smoke shops. I would see signs about it. I had a friend who was epileptic, so he had recommended it to me. So fast forward, I had started to see the hip flower in certain smoke shops. So I started trying it out and I would just, you know, promote it on my social media a lot because like it was working wonders. Like I had stopped using the pharmaceuticals and I was just completely on the CBD products. So from there, you know, Ryan, you know, he'd always talked about wanting to just go in business, you know what I'm saying, with friends is people that, you know what I mean, he grew up with. So it just kind of came together. He reached out to me when he noticed that I was promoting the CBD and then he came with the idea like, yo, maybe you should start a CBD company because you got the passion for it. He's good with the logistics and everything. So that's kind of how it, it just was like organic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like it, it's hard to sometimes explain because it kind of just came together. Like I said, we've known each other these 20 years through each, you know, all the journeys we've had and always know we, we both want to start companies and, and have dreams and goals of starting, you know, more and different companies. So um, it just ha- so happened again, can- cannabis industry had been on my mind. Um, mm-hmm. We all know uh, it's been a while in terms of just marijuana going legal. So I've been looking at CBD and, and noticing that. And then once he started using it, cause I personally hadn't used it a lot myself yet either. And so once he was using it and talking about the benefits, you know, I, I reached out and was like, you know, let's, um, you know, let's look into it. And he didn't hesitate when I was like, and, and from there, you know, everything has just kind of started happening quickly. So, you know, uh, so the universe usually kind of just pushes you towards that stuff and, and, and it happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing it, man. I think it's so beautiful and dope because one of the things that I've learned through um, talking with different people who use CBD products and before they're using it, they're on pharmaceuticals. They're going to Walgreens, CVS or whatever to get their medications. But now they're using CBD, which is an all natural product and it's working. You know, their ailments are gone. Me, my anxiety is a lot less. I'm no longer really in deep depression. So um, I I think it's dope that you guys have it's cheaper, way cheaper. It's cheaper than the pharmaceutical drugs for sure. You know what I'm saying? So mad cheaper. Like one of the things on your bank account that always helps. Absolutely. Like one of the things I've even done, like in, in my passion, I've been on medications and stuff, pharmaceuticals. When I looked at like the insurance statement of how much they, the insurance company is paying, I'm like what are y'all mad because we sell it three fives for 45 so yeah that's a that's a that's a whole nother conversation so i definitely um and because like you say you know some people might not have insurance and they might be paying those full price or premiums you know prices. Or, 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 or can't get it and i think the thing that um which we've already mentioned a little bit in the episode which is that is legal in all 50 states exactly mm-hmm. it's federally legal so you know, the, the hemp flower in and of itself. So this is something that even if your state is not legal for recreational use of THC marijuana, CBD is available and legal across all 50 states. And, I, and I've learned that, too. That's the reason why um, I have a homegirl I went to college with. She has her own uh, CBD and hemp company. She said this is why she started it, because it opens up the door to where she can do business in all 50 states. She doesn't have to worry about selling in California, Washington and those kind of states that are already legal. Um, and then, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, if I was gonna say something, oh, sorry, but I, and I'm not trying to attack the the medical industry or anything like that. But as well, you know, there's no crazy side effects. Me and we're laughing the other. Uh, I was laughing with a friend the other day of just the side effects those medical commercials have. Usually, the side effect is like the thing you're taking the medicine for. 
sometimes the side effect is death, but there literally has never been a death from cannabis, no, period. No. You know what I mean? So those are overdosed deaths, but cannabis doesn't. So it at least could be worth a try to see if it could help with, you know, what you got going and, on. And for me, for just speaking from a personal experience, like the side effects for me for like extreme migraines, you know what I'm saying? My um bowels would be off. He's, he's just, talking about the pharmaceutical. Oh yeah, when I was not, on, not, 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 not <laughs> talking when I was I was on Kepra. Um, but yeah, like I was always moody, so like my sleep patterns was off. So like the side effects were there and it was it was nasty. And then when I switched to C V D, like it's like my life changed for real. Mm. So you know what I mean it was a beautiful thing for me. It was like yeah. when that happened. So that's I'm amazing. Good. That's dope. I even um I got an episode with a guy. Shout out to Jamie. He's one of the co-founders of uh, Cannon Comforts. He um, was battling leukemia. Mm-hmm. And he's now in remission because of uh, CBD wow. and the different things that he was able to do as a medical refugee in Colorado. So one of the things that I know for sure, the knowledge that I've attained is that this stuff works. Yeah. And it has medicinal benefits that will change your entire existence make your whole life that much better and i'm i'm a testament to that you're a testament to that lance and i think that the more people who gain the knowledge of what cbd is will definitely start start to gravitate more towards the product and and, and start to use it and, and that's no that's, that's no, no stab or nothing towards um in my opinion the medical industry but mm-hmm. there's an alternative out there and it's working so if it can work if it could work for us if it work for many of the people i know i'm pretty sure somebody out there can find something um a, a strand or a product that, that would definitely benefit their life um yeah. and i want to talk a little bit about the legalities of starting this company what was that process like so um you know the company is legal i think the main thing is kind of what we were talking about a little bit is of just knowing the legalities of the products so it's legal to have the company. And um, so you didn't really run into hurdles there. It's more so of making sure we have products that are legal and know that we know those laws and set it up in a way that we wouldn't necessarily set ourselves up for failure. But what was interesting is that, you know, it's a lot of decision-making because as I mentioned, you know, you might see states where the you know ingestible products are illegal, but you see companies selling that. So as a company starting out, you're trying to figure out like, you know, which way to go, you know, what to do. but Again, we're just you know making sure that we're following all the laws. But what I will say is that the industry itself, in certain aspect, um, still is looked at as high risk. Yeah. So, for example, the credit card processing, like you know, we we you know we work with Chase Bank, but we just had to make sure we provided um, a lot more paperwork and, and go through a little more scrutiny, you know, for them to ensure that we weren't selling illegal products or doing anything that that wasn't um, what were we supposed to be doing or. Yeah. Um, go ahead. No, I was just going. I was just going to add to that. Like even down to advertising, like on certain social media platforms, like you can't do any paid advertisement on like IG, Facebook, Twitter. So you know what I'm saying. We just right now just trying to navigate. You know what I'm saying. The, the hurdles that are in front of us, because mm-hmm. like that it's a high risk. It's a high risk industry. You know what I'm saying. So a lot of people are kind of leery of it. Companies like you know the Twitters and the Instagrams and the Facebooks, which is why they don't allow the paid advertisement. But you know we're just working through that. And just trying to make sure everything that we do is above board and all the products are that we sell are legal in all 50 states so mm-hmm. yeah I've, I've you know that's something when i first learned that i was like but this is a legal product so you mean to tell me that this legal product can't advertise like i don't i know it, 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 it say, makes sense you know what i would say it's like part of it like okay maybe instagram i get because i think you have to be over 18 to get cbd you know so you don't really see alcohol or tobacco on on that so i could understand that but like google 
display ads like i mean it's a legal product like you should be able to, to advertise yeah. on there you know but i i think it should open up very so, soon as well so it oh yeah. also just allows us to you know do other creative things and connect with more people such as yourself and build our brand in, in a more kind of organic way as well so you know i think it's a good challenge for us early on yeah absolutely and i'm very optimistic that the, the landscape's going to be opening up lots of new doors as, as as things happen and we're going to really see what happens with this new administration but we ain't gonna go too too in depth into that right now um so i do want to ask you guys you know a little bit about because i know that there's, there's lots of farms all over all over where, where what, what kind of what kind of process is it to, to get your product and, and to ensure that it's a good quality product so yeah so we actually have been able to create a process to provide kind of the the, the best 100 percent organic all natural um hemp flour sourced out of the usa and, and so how did we get there so really you, you know it, it's about getting out there in terms of seeing what the supply what suppliers are out there and what they're offering what the quality is and also kind of seeing you know their mission and what they're about and what they stand on and does that align with us so we have kind of a process where we kind of vet um suppliers and right now we're kind of partnering with with three main ones one um in ithaca new york they actually um grow and uh, they partner with cornell university um it's known to have some of the most fertile soil for cbd in the country and then we're also partnering with a farm in denver um and oregon so really you know relationship building and based off the product as well. So um, we want to make sure that what they give us is falling in line with with what we want to provide, being all natural, organic, and having that paperwork so people kind of know what they're getting. Um, so we're all trying it out, you know, you know, getting samples, trying yeah. the product out, making sure it, it uh, is what they're telling us, and um, and learning every day. So you know, that that's a continual learning process as well. Mm. So, yeah, See, I, I think that that's something that for people who want to get into it from a business standpoint, this is the stuff that you got to really kind of know somebody that knows something and really be willing to go yeah. through that process. Just tapping into your network is key. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't just say necessarily for CBD, but just, you know, in any business, you know, and I think that that's helped us, you know what I'm saying? We tapped in people that we knew who just happened to actually have farms. So it helped us out as far as sourcing our product and just knowing where it was coming from and what they stood for. So, like I said, that helps when you tap into your network. Yeah, and just sharing your vision with people and stuff because you know people are always eager to help people any way they can mm -hmm. and so a few of uh, some of the relationships just came about telling them what we we're working on they're like oh my friend and his dad have a farm mm -hmm. and it's yeah. like oh it's dope and so just sharing your, your dreams with people and, and they'll they'll help you we, we got a thing now in terms of just like once you start working towards something like the whole universe starts helping you towards that and you just be amazed at how many things start happening and falling into place about that stuff once you just start headed in that direction so absolutely you know that's we've been blessed with that yo it's, it's so funny you just said that because around the time that i was deciding to you know take my podcast serious and, and start my company I, it was actually a uh, oprah she just uh, i want to say a soul saturday or something like that and she's literally said almost the same thing you said she said once you make a decision within yourself and truly decide what it is that you want to do. The universe is going to put everything and every person right in the middle of your path that's going to help you to ascend to whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. The, the main thing that that I'll say that people need to do is just make the decision. This is what I'm going to do. If you'd have told me in April after I got laid off when I said I'm going to be a full-time creative and podcaster that I was going to have a business six months later, wouldn't have never believed it. 
but yeah. because I made the decision within myself to start to make a way for myself, make a lane for myself, and I had these ideas and, and ambitions, as soon as I did that, it was just like boom, 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 and it hasn't stopped since. So it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, and I think it's also really dope that, that this is a Black-owned CBD company. Um, I think Black entrepreneurship is definitely on the rise, especially as, as Black men, you know, I think, I, to keep it 100 i, I think the ladies are, are kind of leading the charge but you know us brothers we right behind we, we coming through as well so what has your just overall entrepreneurship journey been like for you all especially as black men and would you mean just like period or what in regards to nature's treat in, in regards to nature's treat are you going to start um well i'll just speak to you know i'm saying one of the things that i've learned in I think that just that I help for anybody that's on an entrepreneurial journey. If you're working with somebody, communication and transparency is probably one of the most important things you can have when you're dealing with somebody and when you're working with somebody, you know, you're working on a company and you're trying to build it up brick by brick one day at a time. Also, like you said, it's like we've encountered so many hurdles. And like when I look back and I'm like, dang, like we've actually had to get through like all these different steps and roadblocks just to get to this point, you know what I'm saying? And there's still obviously gonna be some more roadblocks ahead of us. But I say all that to say, in your journey, just sometimes when you see the roadblock, like taking a step back and understanding that, don't let that stop you, you know what I'm saying? Just going through the thought process of getting through it one step at a time and just, you know, setting just daily goals and weekly goals for yourself that'll help you, you know what I'm saying, go through your journey and not try not to skip a step. You know what I mean? I feel like, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, they'll try to, they have the idea of starting a business and then they'll get to the LLC part. Maybe that'd be a roadblock. And that'll probably deter like half the people from even starting a business because they just can't even get to, through the legal side of just forming the LLC and being on paperwork. So just understanding that you can't get through it. Like for me personally, going through like the technical aspects and using different grabs and different apps that me and him both share that'll make our team more efficient. I was kind of scared because I never, I wasn't really familiar with it. I, I don't really have as much as a corporate background. So like I was speaking of like a, the app, like Google Drive, like I'd never used that. So just seeing that in, in the beginning, like, damn, like it was, I was kind of nervous. You know what I'm saying? It was a hurdle, mm -hmm. but just, you know, trusting yourself, believing in yourself, working with somebody that believes in you and knowing that it can be done. Like we all got the same 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? We all got the brain power. We all got the internet, you know what I'm saying? The information is there, you know what I'm saying? If there's, you ever have a question, you know what I'm saying? Utilize your network, which we talked about, and just don't be afraid to ask for professional help. So like I said, I think just for me, as far as the entrepreneurship journey, communication, that's the most important thing. And just knowing that it's not gonna happen overnight, but just going through everything step by step, one step at a time, and just not giving up when you encounter a roadblock, knowing that you can get through it and that, you know, it's just a small hurdle and this is only gonna make you better. And make you more intelligent in what it is that you're trying to do. Yeah, I would. Um, for me, it's just um, you know the journey's been it's been great, it's been fun, and like he said, I feel like I don't know. I feel like you have to be the most humble but cocky person out there, right? Like yeah. you got to amp yourself up, but also uh, be there, you know, to to lick your wounds when you might be down and need to just like rest. But but you like Lance said, you got to just commit to doing something, right? Commit to it. And I think the main thing for entrepreneurship is like just pushing through because there's yeah. no right answer, there's no win, there's no like what you need to do, there's no manager telling you what to do. So it's so easy just to quit because it's just like, there's so many unknowns. You're like, I don't know what's gonna work, I don't know what to do, I don't even know what I wanna do. So I think just locking in 
and committing is the most important saying every day I'm going to show up and put an hour in and do something and do this. And so um, for, for me and Lance, I think that was good in terms of, I, I remember a point when we locked in, as you asked about the name. So we, we talked about it, it might've been like a week or two. We were talking about doing different things and I was starting to feel like, damn, there's a whole lot of shit we got to try and bring together and figure out. Like, I was like, where to start? And I remember we were like trying to figure out the name and um, I was like, all right, so how are we going to do this? I was like, I, I think, I don't know who said, it. I think he's like, all right, we'll he come up with five to 10 names and then we'll come together and pick which ones we think are the best. And so my mind's like learning and figuring out about Lance and like where his mindset is and what type of time he's on. And so I'm like, all right, so like what, what kind of like, when should we review? And it's like maybe Monday. And so in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, I think this motherfucker might be slacking or like he might be chilling. And so I'm thinking he'll say next week. And he's like, okay, how about tomorrow? So I was like, all right, all right he on time. And so from then I knew I was like, no, nah, we're not playing. And my my background's in project management. So I just like put a battery in that back and just like went on overdrive and just kind of like got that together. But um, main takeaways are just communication, like you said, um, pushing, but also being understanding all right you got to know like when it's time to push someone but when it's time to support them because mm. you do anything new you're not going to be perfect you do it the first time or know what's happening so um so yeah it's just a, a, a big learning for me as well in terms of being able to um just you know like, like i said communicate properly but also figure out and develop someone and myself at the same time you know what I mean? lastly i, I want to add one thing like for me personally, Ryan, he's like, he has so much self-discipline and like, he's probably one of the hardest workers I know. So that helps when you have a teammate that's like always on top of shit. And I would say, suggest for anyone like that wants to be an entrepreneur, try and find something that like, it's obviously a passion or that try to monetize an aspect of your life. So for the seat, for us to speak for me, like I'm probably, there's times that I'm lazy. I'm not, oh, oops, I'm lazy. I might not always just be on top of everything that I'm doing, but knowing that I have epilepsy and knowing that I'm going to have to take CBD once a day, or just, it's just a part of my life. That's something that I, that's, I'm going to always see. Like it's just the reoccurring theme of my day to day. So doing business uh, with that, that helps. It was like an easy transition. Like say with the podcast, I like to talk shit all the time. So I don't mind just going, working on a podcast. This is something that I like to do. So I would just implore people to just, you know, if it's not necessarily something that you like to do that you can monetize, Try to like look within your life and just your day to day activities and see if you can monetize that. Because I found that for me, like with the CBD, it's like, all right, it might be days where I might not necessarily, you might not want to tap into certain things, but then I look at the bigger picture like, A, I need the CBD. B, why would I not try to brand something of my own? You know what I'm saying? That could help my life and help other people. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I have a daughter. So it's like, I think about that too. Like, let me get on my shit. Let me get this done because. I want to make sure she's situated. You know what I'm saying? So I, that's another motivation for me. And I'm just, and that just helped me get through, like, like I said, like the roadblocks and the hurdles that we talked about. So just finding, you know what I'm saying, a passion in your life that you feel like you can monetize, which is key. And I, I would suggest for anybody on their entrepreneurial journey. So that's what I want to add. And sorry to keep, but I, <laughs> I, would, like, Go ahead. I would say one thing is don't get too intimidated as well, right? Like you build it like, it's a brick wall right here. They had to put one brick down at a time. They didn't mm -hmm. put all them bricks there at once, right? So with a business, with any project you have, just start by committing to say, okay, every day I'll put 30 minutes into it or I'll put an hour in or just working on small things and don't worry about, okay, I need a 30 foot wall. Just worry like, did you put a brick down today? 
that's all you need to worry about is just getting better every day, putting a brick down. And like you said, everything else will fall into place. Because once you just lay in bricks, somebody's going to walk by with a painting or a pillar or the clay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? All that stuff will start to, to work. Um, and it's just, you know, you're just getting better every day. So you don't need to worry too much. You just, you got to worry about clocking in. Like I've been putting some work today to make you better and that's it. You know, that's all you got to worry about and everything else will, will fall into place really, you know? Yo, that's, that's dope. Y'all just said some powerful shit, man. <laughs> like I can't wait to go back and listen to it for myself. Just, just to, to rehear that for myself. Cause you know, starting a company, it, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. And one of the things that, that I appreciate about, about you guys and, and y'all's business relationship and something you just said, which is that some days I may have to push you. Some days I may have to support you because you're going to have days where you're going to maybe need one or both. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I got to support you. But I got to push you. All right. Today, I'm just, I'm just going to push you. We're just going to get this done. You know, and, and something else is very powerful that y'all just said is, did you lay a brick? I literally wrote that down because it's like, being an entrepreneur and starting your own company and having your own business, there are no, you are the checks and balances. Yeah. There's no manager. There's no HR department coming to make sure that you're all in line. So you have to do all of that and some, and it's going to require you to have a lot of discipline to make sure that each day you're, you are progressing towards your goals and you are kind of laying that foundation that you can build your empire on top of. And and, and it's very important that y'all have that and that, that y'all support each other throughout this process, because I know it's not easy, especially in this industry. You know, I think that's something that, that's unique um, about just the, the marijuana and hemp industry in general is you don't see a lot of people like us at the forefront right now. And, and we can go into like the history of, of criminalization of marijuana and how it has affected our communities. So, I just want to get you guys' insight on do you guys feel uh, like a like a sense of responsibility being um black owners um in this industry? Absolutely. Um the American there was a study by the American Civil Liberties Union and they found that black people are incarcerated at a four times higher rate than white people. And as of 2019 for marijuana. For marijuana. For Sorry marijuana. about that. For marijuana, mm -hmm. marijuana related offenses. And as of 2019, marijuana is legal in like 33 states, as well as the District of Columbia. So like, obviously there's a disparity in black people just getting locked up for this, for, for this plant, for this flower. So as black owners, we kind of like, and also because you don't really see too many black ownership in the cannabis industry. So for mm -hmm. us, you know, we use it as an opportunity to kind of trailblaze, you know what I'm saying? Set the tone for other black people to, to, to come in this industry, not just because there's a lot of money to be made, but because some of our people are locked up. And one thing that you need to make a change is to have an economic foundation. So, you know, the bigger nature's treat get, the bigger our platform becomes, the stronger our voices become, then we can start to change some of these laws that have some of our brothers and sisters locked up for these minor fences for cannabis. So I think like that, that's like a, a bigger picture mission for us, you know, just try to keep growing the brand and make sure our platform gets larger so we can probably make a change with the justice system. And you know what I mean? Cause it's unfortunate that all these people are locked up for a medicinal flower that, that only really nobody's died from and really has a lot of health benefits. So yeah, I think as for us personally, as, as black people in this industry and as entrepreneurs, I, I wouldn't necessarily say we feel like it's a responsibility, but like something that we want to do to make change in the future, just, you know, keep growing our business. And, and like you said, always staying above board 
And you know what I'm saying? Hopefully we, we have a platform that's strong enough so we can make changes on the laws in the future. To me personally, I mean, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot deeper. I mean, I think, um, it, well, no, very similar to Lance. It's just cannabis period has affected our lives in a major mm -hmm. way. You know, I didn't speak about it a lot earlier, but I, you know, I've been a, a, a heavy uh, cannabis user probably since 2004. And I had um, a condition called ulcerative colitis. And going into college, I would take prescription medication for it, but I was through college was able to stop taking prescription medication and really would just use the cannabis because it was a condition where it's like, you wouldn't be able to eat, you have nausea, you know, and, and the, the cannabis would help with that. You know, this is 04, so obviously this was not a time when that was like widely accepted as well. So obviously it's something illegal. Mm -hmm. So for me to be able to do use something that helped me health-wise, it you know it puts your life in a certain kind of way and can put, potentially put you at risk of of you know uh, going to to or getting arrested for uh, unproportionately. So always um, a always affinity for cannabis, but always felt how it was beneficial, but just unfortunate how we were persecuted for it, you know? And so it motivated me, honestly, I always felt, like I said before, I always wanted to have a company and I always wanted to be in the cannabis industry. I never really envisioned it being CBD, but I always felt and was always um, strong about, you know, cannabis owes me in terms of what it's done to my community, yeah. um, but yeah. all, just the love we've given to it um, as well. Cause even if you like, a black person might not be arrested for marijuana. Maybe they're arrested for some other offense. Maybe it's, you know, they were poor and they, you know, uh, robbed from a store and they're in jail. Then they're on probation. You know, if they smoke cannabis and they fail that drug test, they could go back to jail. So the person might not even been arrested for marijuana or cannabis, but still affecting our community. So I just think it's like, I'm happy to be in the industry. I'm ready and it owes us. And, but like Lance said, we're just going to go in in a certain way and make sure that we're building a, a monster, you know, a, um, a generational brand for our, for our people, you know? That's so dope. Again, y'all done said some gems. I can't wait to go back and listen to it for myself. Um, definitely a hundred percent agree with that. I think just being just black ownership in general is important. And it's at the forefront of society right now. And the fact that you guys are in a, a newly emerging industry, and just the mindset that you all have, like I'm 100 percent sure you guys are going to just just continue to ascend towards bigger and greater heights um, because there's a major shift happening in society right now, um, not just from an, an actual like three days before an election type situation. But just I think people are starting to become more aware of the benefits and even the lies that have been told to us, you know, like the fact that nobody has ever overdosed on cannabis ever, like ever ever you know what i'm saying and we can look at and we can look at statistical data that shows how many people are overdosing on medications that doctors are prescribing to people you know what i'm saying you know why they first made marijuana illegal um tell the story so it was back like a little bit after slavery and this was, was a lot of black men running around and it was a way to control black men so they said if they smoked marijuana they would want to rape white women and so they made it illegal. You can Google it. You cannot Google it. You can do the actual law. Like that's the reasoning that they got that legislation. Hemp cannabis had been legal for centuries in this country. So why, right after you know we're we're out, they're like they'll be high and they want to rape women. So they used that. They also used marijuana in the '60s against the hippies. They um, demonized and said marijuana is bad. Look what these hippies are doing. Because again, people have started to smoke it again after the law. So it really has been used politically. Unfortunately, it's like oh, yeah. in, in, uh, in the back and forth. So hopefully we can change that as, as you're saying. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, the history of, of just prohibition in general in this country is very interesting how that has happened, even when you look at like alcohol, how that transitions for it to become legal. And so I feel like this is the new era of that with marijuana that we're in the midst of. And so to know that, you know, you guys are two brothers grew up together, like like again, the story behind Nature's Treat is so powerful. And to know that it's even helped you guys with, with your own physical ailments that, that you have on um, me personally, it's helped me with my um physical ailments and things that I've dealt with. And I think it's something that people are gonna start to gravitate towards more moving forward, especially as you know, us millennials, you know, younger generation, you know, gets a little bit older and starts to understand and become more aware. We're not gonna necessarily hide the information from people. You know, that's why earlier, you know, when we talked about understanding and reading the labels. That's something that, you know, we gave people some nice gems, but that stuff is going to also develop more as time comes. And the better that people are um, aware of the knowledge and aware of what's right and what's wrong, how it should look. You know, CBD is less than 0.03 THC in it that they'll start to understand. So they'll be able to go into to a smoke shop, go into Nature Street in, in Brooklyn or in Atlanta or wherever your shop's going to be at, you know, and understand the different types of products that they can get. Um, and I just think it's really dope. I do want to ask you guys um, a couple more questions, too. Um, so where, where can people get your products? Like how, how are people, um, if I wanted to get some, some CBD from you guys, where, where can I do that? You could, first off, you can go on our website, nature's tree, LLC.com. And we have all our products available there. Um, and the testing <laughs> COA is on, on the site. And also to, I don't know if you can see if, when you buy our products, you can scan it. You can scan the back. It'll take you right to the website. Oh, so, you can order whatever strand. We're also available in Hickory Hill General Store in New Jersey. So you can stop by there, ask for Nature's Treat. We've got a couple of more stores we're trying to get into soon, so we'll keep you posted. You can go on our Instagram, Nature's Treat LLC, for any updates about, and like I said, our website as well, as far as um, store locations that we're available at. That's dope. That's dope. And so just, just in general, like, um, how long have you all officially been in business? So we incorporated May in May, so a couple months, and we launched October first. So October first. Yeah, October first. So it's been crazy because just like you were saying, how in April. So in April, if you told me that I had a CBD company with packaging, uh, I would not, not have believed you. Nah. Especially because we dealt with a lot of uh, hurdles with the packaging stuff. <laughs> yeah. So it's time. You know, time has flew, but um, we're definitely. You know, so it's been pretty pretty new though. You know, a couple um, only open about a month. Yeah, that, that's dope. I've been in, I see we open doors October, no, August 31st. So tomorrow two. may make two months officially in business. So I, I can definitely um, understand and relate to the feeling of just, you know, a new business. I kind of look at mine as, as like my child. Like I, I, I relate a lot of things I do for my business as a child. Like, yo, my baby is still two months old. Can't really hold his head up yet, but it's kind of smiling at me a little bit. It's, it's giving a me a little bit. Like, is it three weeks? Well, a month. See, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at more like, um, you know, for us, like we said, we always want to have businesses. We always like the cannabis industry. So I feel like I'm a seventh round draft pick right now. Like I got drafted. I don't really know what that means yet. I know I still got a lot of work to do. Yeah. So, you know, we, we try to figure it out. You know, a lot of friends are like, oh, y'all doing it. It's like, I don't know yet. You know, right. That's what's up. Yeah, that that they say that that first year of business is all training. Yeah. Your whole training grounds, your first year. And then once you get that first year down, that first full calendar on your belt, 
it's nothing but up from there. So definitely um, continue to push, continue to pull um, through, do everything you can to, to make things work, continue to jump those hurdles. And I, I'm fully confident you guys. I'm happy to be working with y'all. Man, this is a dope episode. Um, so uh, I know you guys said you guys got the website. Of course, um, anybody listening or watching, y'all can check the description box for links to their websites, their socials and everything. Um, but are there any like last comments, anything that y'all want to add to the conversation for people who are um, learning about you guys and your brand? I would say first, you know, really thanks for listening. Um, and, you know, like you said, check out Nature's Treat for all natural products and really just dive in and start your, your CBD journey. Right. I would, you know, do some Google searches. Next time you see the product, read about them and, you know, just give it a try and, and, and kind of see what uh, benefits you may find. Yeah. Utilize the Internet, like you said, you know what I'm saying, for any information that's out there. You know what I'm saying? So just take that step. I always tell people to do your own self-research when you know when you're trying a new product, but just know with nature's treat, you're getting the best, you know, all natural, premium, top notch. So I mean, what's better than that? Absolutely. Straight from the source, black owned CBD company, Nature's Treat LLC. We had Lance and Ryan's co-founders of this company. To anybody listening or, or, or watching on YouTube, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you guys so much for coming on and sponsoring Diary of a Mad Black Man. Um, it, it's been a really beautiful experience to now have people reaching out to me um, and, and to believe and trust in my brand and what it is that I'm doing as well. So, so as, as business partners, I, I'm I'm 100% on board. Everything I tell everybody, like once you on the team, you on the team. Anything I can do to help us all eat, I'm here for it. And I'm definitely, um, we're going to talk more off mic when we start recording because I got I already got some ideas flowing based on the um, how this podcast yeah. went. So, um, again, ladies and gentlemen, be sure you check out that description box um, on where you can find Nature Street. Get your own CBD products tested out. Um, get yourself some healthy, natural products to help you deal with the rigor of life. And you guys know how I do to the next diary entry. This is Blake, your host. I'm out. Thanks, Blake. Thank you. Appreciate you guys.